0: Welcome to the latest episode of the Fantasy Football Pod. We are, of course, the football podcast, Scottish football podcast, that talks about fantasy football through the unique lens of fantasy football. My name is John, and all I will say,
1: Scoby, is
0: take Brian Rice's name out of your mouth. <laughs>
1: Very good. I, I knew that was going to be the topic. I just didn't know how you were going to slide it in there. you just but launched.
0: You've just gone for me.
1: Yeah, I have. Straight in. Also, 51 episodes and you um, you managed to muff that opening lineup. I you did. were on a 50 in a row streak. And then you just managed to forget the opening lines to the pod, John. I did.
0: I think I got concussed at six of tonight. You
1: did. T- you took t- t- a, a hit to the head like Mr. Rock. I did. I did. Probably worse actually. From the rock. He was playing sectors against you. <laughs> He's in Bermondsey. Yeah. Play centre back in Bermondsey, somewhere. Hey, it wasn't far off at Scooby. How are you doing? <laughs> good, mate. I'm good. Very good. Good to be back. Um, you know, after the after the fiftieth party, um, which we had a couple of weeks ago with our good friend Gregor. Uh yeah, no, all good, all good. a uh, little international break, but Quite excited to have the cinch back this weekend, uh, are you not?
0: Yes, yes. I mean, that international break could have been, you know, the one. We were getting notifications of like, I think booked hotels in Austria. Yes. <laughs> I booked pubs in Cardiff. You know, you, you you booked all these sort of like the the scenarios that could have yeah. happened. And actually, yeah. scenario was I was sitting on my arse in my flat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: waiting for it waiting for it all to happen in in june oh i know it was cruel wasn't it particularly those texts at the the, the table we had at a pub in cardiff I, yeah. I wonder how many other large groups of scots also um cancelled the morning of <laughs> <laughs> a flurry of a flurry of cancellations
0: they must have A about pub
1: in cardiff or the, or the old beans wherever we were going but
0: why is this why are these bookings happening
1: no exactly well yeah. we'll look forward to going there again um yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's
0: just, just been delayed three months, isn't it? I mean, we'll just have to see what happens. I mean, that brings us nicely to sort of how we're going to play the pod school this yep. week. We International Roundup, what it means, Fantasy People Scotland-wise.
1: And then the, um, there was a great tweet from um, Fantasy People Scotland headquarters this week, was it not? There was. It was a, a hot topic, which we'll get into, talking about the future of the app, which is at least good. At least we know the app's here to stay for another year. It yeah. gets a little bit nerve-wracking at this time of the year. Uh, shop's still going to be open in, uh, in 2022, 2023. It is. But yeah, talking about features, we might want to see added. So I think a little bit of a, a profile on some of the responses to that.
0: Oh, lovely. And then, of course, we'll sort of have a look back at what happened last game week, if you can remember that, pre-international oh, just break.
1: About, just about, and,
0: yeah. Uh, and try and think what, what that means for the, for the coming game week. And obviously, we've only got two game weeks left pre-split, so... I don't know, Scobie, this might be our last one before we start talking about those all-important wild cards to the split. So,
1: I, um, uh, I think you're right, John. I think you're right.
0: Let's get let's get into it. Look, Scotland um, obviously needs to be the focus of the conversation in the international roundup, given that's where most of the cinch international players tend to find themselves. Mm-hmm. Two draws that could have been wins. Uh, I thought we played really well against Poland. Mm-hmm. You know, and perhaps if if we didn't make all the substitutions and it wasn't a friendly and there was VAR, we probably would have won that game. And likewise, away at Austria, you know, maybe perhaps didn't play quite as well, but a few guys came in Um, and we, you know, we saw some really good attacking play. We did. I think we're, we're a little bit lacking defensively, not, not Craig Gordon,
1: but (laughs) I was coming for you there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, how did, how did you see the international break uh, for Scotland?
1: Yeah, I look the, the same view as you as well. I think the the key thing that you know that feel good factor carried on the momentum, um, the energy. I think we were texting about it when we were watching the game last night. Is Steve Clark knows his squad inside out now, and that much is clear. Um, I totally agree with you as well. I think he played it really well in terms of bringing in um, and blooding some players. Lovely to see Aaron Hickey out there. Um, you know, seeing the likes of. Picky and Gilmore and Patterson gracing the park together is great to see. I mean, the latter two are arguably starters, aren't they? Aren't they? But um, you know, for, he took the opportunity well with the friendlies, but still managed to, you know, clearly make the squad take that very seriously. Um, look, it's disappointing that we didn't win both the games when we when when we got up in them. Um, but I agree with you wholeheartedly. I don't think particularly last night. You know, I don't think we, I don't think we draw that game. I think we see out the win in Vienna, don't we?
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, John again is the superstar of this team. But the great thing about this team is that it is greater than the sum of its parts. Absolutely. Um. So you know, you take one player out, and I actually don't think the whole thing collapses. You know, yeah. but we maybe look at Wales and they take bail out. I don't know. We'll see. So Steve Clark has united the clans. And yeah, let's look at specifically fantasy football, Scotland-wise. Craig Gordon got, let's talk about the goalkeepers first. Actually, you've got three cinch stars that were selected in the Scotland squad. Gordon got 180 minutes, which I was slightly surprised that, if I'm honest, that he got the Austria game. But at the same time, we talk about that Clark continuity, momentum, doesn't want to get beat, plays a guy that he trusts. And, you know, he was excellent. So I was a little bit, um, I felt a little bit sorry for Clark and or Kelly not getting any minutes there, Scobie.
1: Yeah, me too, me too. I mean, they're both coming, let's not forget, from club teams that are not in particularly good form at the moment. Yeah, um, but testament, testament to the players that they are and the seasons that they've had in over the last couple of years that, you know, they're there and they're rightly there. But, look, eight matches unbeaten and, and Clarence Continuity, um, you know, obviously um, has a lot to owe, for, owe, owe to that. And, and, and Gordon's shot stopping as well. He's been fantastic throughout. So... Uh, but yeah, look, maybe it would have been a good chance to roll the dice. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Um, he did, he did, though, uh, you know, give some other players um a bigger role, particularly Lewis Ferguson. What did you make of Ferguson uh against Austria? I thought he was very good.
0: Yeah, I was delighted to see him given the role. And you know, they they changed that sort of two pivot midfielders. They've got mm-hmm. um lying there, uh, you know, normally Cal McGregor got the 90 minutes They rested, which was quite Nice for him, I'd imagine, ahead of the Old Firm game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to see Lewis Ferguson and Ryan Jack uh, in that in that sort of more holding role, yeah, look, Fergie didn't like the light the world on fire, but I thought he played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's a difficult place to make your first international start. Obviously, he was coming off the back of um, a brace in that win against Hibs um, yeah. pre-international break, and he has been given those sort of softer minutes. So. Clearly, Clark has a sort of strategy when it comes to that. You're not just going to get launched straight in. That you get mm-hmm. this sort of ten minutes here, ten minutes there, yeah. and then you get to start. So he was really good. I thought Brian Jack was really good as well.
1: Yeah, good to um, see him back. Good to see him back, wasn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, it was. Um, obviously, Brian Jack, fantasy football Scotland wise, you know, not really an option. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah. I thought I thought Fergie was decent. Um, I almost
1: surprised the fact that he's only 22 as well. was For some reason, I think just because he seems to have been such a mainstay, I believe, for so long, he's yeah. playing around some young guys, well, Byron more recently and, you know, McCrory last year, you know, that are younger than him, but he's 22. You forget that, they, yeah, the overhead he score against Burnley it was 18 years old, Yeah, four
0: years ago. Just, yeah, it was one of McInnes's greater sort of, you know, scouting missions is nicking him from the Hamilton um, youth system for... I think in the end, it went to court and he paid about 500 grand. But, you know, well worth it considering yeah. the amount of appearances he's put in. Um, were you disappointed not to see Halkett get any minutes?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, I think Craig Halkett, like, loves to see him there. It remains to be seen when Suter goes next year, can he can he still hit the highs that he has this year? He's, he's a great threat. You know, we've talked about that on the pod as well in the past. He's, he's got himself... Uh, Plenty of goals in the air, a couple of big ones for us this season, obviously. Um, But, you know, he was was, was at times a bit of a laughing stock for Hearts fans, particularly when we are in the championship as well. He, you know, didn't look good, um, struggled in a a sort of back four, but then he turned himself around playing there. So it'll be interesting to see next year. But yeah, I mean, obviously we'd like to see him get get some more minutes. But, um, you know, for him, I'm sure it was just a big thing being in that squad in the first place.
0: I Think, yeah, to, to my point about Ferguson. I think the first couple of squads he was called up, like he wasn't even involved in the team. You and it, yeah. it's the way that sort of Clark bloods them in, unless there's like a you know, an emergency position that needs to be brought in, or you know, in the hickey example where he's playing in the Serie A. But, but otherwise, it's sort of like get familiar with these surroundings and bring him in. And you know, in Steve Clark, we trust yeah. uh getting the getting the minutes there. I mean, we are <laughs> You know, Nathan Patterson played really well in the game against Poland, but, um, you know, looked a little bit knackered, I think, in the first half against the Austrians, just because he's not had any game time.
1: Oh, That's it's a shame, yeah. We don't yeah.
0: have much going on there. And as you say, Motherwell are absolutely shite right now.
1: Yeah. So, I would almost like to see, um, you know, uh, who knows what's going to happen with Everton, but I'd like to see Patterson maybe go out on loan, Gets mm. yeah, the minutes elsewhere, just selfishly from a Scotland point of view, but for his own career and, and, and that, you know, I think imagine him going and playing in a championship um, good championship side, playing regular football, someone that's challenging to come up to the premiership. That'd be massive for him. And, um, and, you know, that can maybe be a stepping stone for him to come back and play for Everton. Clearly Lampard's not going to play him at the moment when they're barely hanging on to survival in the premiership. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he's a different class to so say. Is it curtains for Stephen O'Donnell?
0: I think we're getting we're getting close to beef curtains for Stephen O'Donnell, and <laughs> <laughs> not the good beef curtains.
1: Beef <laughs> <laughs> Move on, move on. Right,
0: we'll round up. I think I only found three other players that were playing international football. I, I love, love your little little nuggets of it. So we're gonna go. Uh, we're,
1: gonna go, we're, gonna go with,
0: we're gonna go with work from home. Ramsey managed <laughs> to somehow get ninety minutes out of himself for <laughs> Wales in their two-one win over Austria the Gareth Bale-inspired uh, 2-1 win. And notably, he was not um, played at all in their match against the Czech Republic last night. So again, a player in a similar vein, sort of Cal McGregor for Scotland, played a lot of minutes um, on the Thursday night, rested ahead of what I'm sure will come on to is the you know the, the big game yeah. of the weekend between the old firm.
1: And do you think, you know, for, for us, you know, Scotland fans on the basis we do beat Ukraine, and we get through to play Wales. I mean, that's a massive, you know, miss for them. I I can't see even if Ramsey gets a bit of a string of games together, him being particularly match fit by the time that comes around in June. It's that little bit after the season. You know, at best, he's only getting between now and the end of the season, depending on how long they go in Europe, about 10 opportunities to play for Rangers.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think what, what him joining the cinch has shown is that he's not this sort of... A list footballer that we all thought, or certainly not anymore. I mean, mm. we're probably going to come back and listen to this and be absolutely human. <laughs> but you know, the guys—the guy's been brilliant at Arsenal, scored winners and cup finals. Obviously, gone to Juventus, and you just think he's got this air of invincibility about him. And actually, you know, you see him at Den's Park, and yeah, he scored a tap in, but not done yeah. much more. But um, yeah, I think we're playing with fire talking about that. To be honest, we be- are. We are. So, so, so we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, now McGinn who I think is quite a good shout actually uh, for the running fantasy football Scotland wide. just you know he's on a lot of set pieces and maybe Dundee will score one or two he actually had um, you know he's been a good player for Northern Ireland scored at the Euros for them and stuff uh, but he had a back pass intercepted on Tuesday night as Northern Ireland lost 1-0 at home to Hungary um, so you know hopefully doesn't doesn't do that for them <laughs> that's what be that's would be hoping uh, from a football perspective, and then just finally, um, Alfredo Morelos uh, obviously went away with Colombia, but didn't actually play in either matches. Mm. He was sent home with a thigh injury um, ahead of their game against Venezuela. Um, just a sort of so you know, I think he will play in the weekend for Rangers, mm. but uh, you know, it's a little bit of a flag to note there. Yeah. Um, his his nation, Colombia, alongside Chile, both missing out on the World Cup.
1: Yeah, big losses, big losses, particularly Colombia. They've been on a kind of mainstay, haven't they, over the last few mm-hmm. rounds of the World Cup. Uh, you wonder if Fashion Sakala comes back into the mix then there again, if, if we think Morales is playing around with injury. Not that Sakala's not been playing under Van Bromkers, but even more so. Um, seems, seems obvious. Good roundup, John. Well, um, yeah, interesting topic was doing the rounds, as I said, on Twitter this week. What is the feature we want added to Fantasy Football Scotland next year? And the thread actually caught fire. There were some good responses that came in. John, you tweet on our behalf. Free hit seemed an obvious one, obviously. The free <laughs> hit chip missing. Not your most inspiring shout. Well, I thought there was a few other shouts that, that, were, that were maybe interesting ones to explore. And there was a few people that made this one. Uh, a number of people thinking, what about two players from each team? max move away from three go with two I think if you play that suggestion out it's quite strong because if you look at the size of the, our league compared to our English counterparts mm. you know you've got you've got max three in a, in a, in a fancy Premier League format where you've got what 22 uh, teams 20 teams three, tw- sorry 20 teams isn't it yeah half the size in Scotland it would certainly things make things a bit more tasty wouldn't it
0: yeah I think that's a good show. You'd, actually, you'd um you'd certainly you know there's a, there's a template that that gets, that gets bashed around pretty early doors and um you know whilst the, the current setup is good and it probably be quite a big roll of the dice yep i don't know if they can try and trial it maybe post split just yeah we can, or we yeah. can somehow i don't know trial it but i totally get your point on proportion mm-hmm. it makes sense and um, Yeah, I think it would have quite a big impact. So I suppose we are all tripled up on Rangers, I think. Yeah. And we're mostly tripled up on Celtic, though that's difficult with the rotation prospects. But then, out with that, I mean, you sh- probably should hearts be at the Hearts by now, but you, yeah. you might not be.
1: Yep. So, yeah. So just, if think- you even tighten that down to two, two, two from there, you're suddenly then having to dip a bit more. You're probably going to have to have a, st Johnston player in there you're probably gonna so teams that we've avoided you'll at least load up in some ways yeah. and you'll actually split your values across that a little bit more as well you have a huge impact on value because you're picking three quite expensive yeah. players from each side so then you're gonna have a knockdown uh, on the whole values so they probably have to look at values in general it's quite a complex thing to do um it's a that, big
0: roll of dice and the game works very well but i think it's certainly something that you know if they could run trials or something that would be you know, it's not the worst idea I've ever heard.
1: It's not caught my eye, caught my eye. Uh, well, I think there's a, quite a few people saying closing the loophole on the bench trick would also be good for gameplay. Uh, as much as I must say, I've, I've kind of enjoyed it at times this year. Uh, <laughs> you come
0: across uh, the dark side scobics. you hate it last year.
1: I know we swap, so we swap. People saying introducing the subs ranking again as we have an FPL would probably be the best shout to replace that with, but they actually came out in strong support of the bench trick. Um, the official account saying that they've confirmed that it'll be staying for 2022 2023 as it was the most popular feature last year
0: I think I think like look, people like they don't want too much consistency with FpL like we always like to share that again yeah. I think like one of the easiest and best things they've done is make the budget 60 million against 100 million but yeah. it's just like it's it's just so smart yeah it like really differentiates the game, so yeah.
1: Look, I know some people were saying that, you know, people that are players of other kind of fancy games were saying there's all sorts of other rules mm. and whatnot and different formats that we're probably not as aware of that they could try and experiment with. I think they've done a good job, I must say, with having different kind of stuff there some that've worked, some that haven't. And um, so, no, I'm all for it. And it's good that they come out and you know do a bit of crowdsourcing on the on the suggestions. And um, with that, though, you do have to take the uh, well, the odd amusing shout. Somebody said, discounting Rangers penalties. <laughs> Amusing shout. I don't know if that was you on one of your burner accounts, John.
0: Well, uh, I do have a number of burner phones. Um, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said, a function stopping me picking such a lot of shit. I think we're all <laughs> on board with that one. You also had a few idiots coming out saying, I oh, improved player stats, top scores over the last five weeks. Click to see top scoring team. And they came back and said, can you elaborate on that? Um, you can view all of that top scoring team in the least page, <laughs> And then they went on to a back and forth which resorted in Fancy people Scotland actually putting screenshots of the app up and showing him where he could see all of that information. <laughs> but he kept trying to dig himself out the hole. He said by the end he wanted a form filter so you don't have to check the profile stats and games played of... they it. just nonsense. There was uh, some other idiot who wanted... Um, he wanted a search bar function so he could find teams in the league. To be fair, that would be helpful for me when I have to find out who's top scorer for us every week. <laughs> um, yeah, and there was a couple one couple of other funny ones. <laughs> oh, there was something. Can't pick Celtic Rangers players as a captain. F1 Fantasy has done it with Verstappen and Hamilton. I mean, I quite like F1, but get in the bin.
0: Yeah. Absolute
1: nonsense.
0: No place in Scottish football.
1: Yeah, absolutely no way. Absolutely no way. Uh, and then a lot of people saying get rid of the ad's. Lads, it's three pounds, you tight bastards. Just pay it and you get it's rid of the ads.
0: Three pounds fifty. There's thirty-eight game weeks. It's less than ten P a game week. <laughs> Support these guys at what they're doing. Pay exactly. them.
1: Away. Well, Scottish people staying true to form there by being tight bastards and not doing three pounds fifty <laughs> for a game there. But anyway, no, good round up and uh, we'll see what's happening next year with um with features um when, when the time comes. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think they just in summary, you know, it's great to see them engaging and asking for improvements. That's, um, yeah. you know, people can really get on, on board with that. You know, so. absolutely. Good stuff. All right. I think we're are we done with part one. We're done. Welcome back to part two of this week's Fantasy Fitball Pod. I'm going to hand straight over to Scooby because you did something quite outrageous last week. Please tell us about it. Grinning,
1: grinning like a Cheshire cat over here. <laughs> Finally.
0: You've actually gone red.
1: After an absolutely woeful season. I mean, I was, sitting, I was sitting about seventh in our league of 12 of our mates and half of them aren't even playing the game and I still was seventh. So it's been a truly terrible year, but for whatever reason, uh, after being, am I with Diakomakis or am I against Diakomakis? Am I going to keep him or going to get rid of him? I had to use my triple captain at some point, and last week uh, I turned to the big, gorgeous Greek, threw him the triple captain armband, threw threw him all three armbands. Um, and off he went and now we got some goals in game week 31 people we got 19 in total after what we talked about last week being quite a dry month for goals in March Um, and yes the big man delivered a hat trick and an assist which uh, in turn Julie brought me 69 points John lovely number 105 in total
0: sensational
1: lovely stuff my first triple figure uh, of the season, came along at a good time. Big Yakimakis. We can actually kind of start there. He's now actually averaging um, a goal every 90 minutes. He's got the best hit rate in the league. That's uh, eight goals in the season I think he's got now. But he's a funny one. What... And it seems silly that I'm asking this after he's brought me so much glory. But do you keep him for the final two weeks with the yeah. old firm on the horizon this Sunday uh, and the split approaching?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you know what? I think it's a it's a good question. I think I think he's finally he's fit. He's got with the way that Ange is playing. He's still getting one touch finishes. Mm. All one touch finishes. Oh, it's all the goals he scores. They're all within almost a six yard box. So his movement is excellent. Um, I think that's quite an underappreciated thing. I yeah. think you know two hat tricks in in you know the space of what three or four weeks is has really put him into the conversation. And I think Sal's would be absolutely mad not to start. With him, even with Ky- Kyogo coming back, yeah. so I think I think he's I think he's uh, a really solid shout for fantasy football Scotland, um, and a guy that's maybe just taking a little while to get going, uh, but certainly seems like, you know, more in the sort of Gary Hooper mold of Celtic forwards rather than the sort of um, a Jetty Pish.
1: I mean, it must be the the greatest points haul in the history of fantasy football Scotland in the last three weeks he's got 43 points in three weeks Thank which, you is, which is in the last three games well in the last three games he's played sorry because he was injured wasn't he so he gave me 27 13, 31 where he was active mm-hmm. i mean that's pretty unbelievable um yeah we'll see i think you're probably you're probably sticking with him aren't you for the old firm it probably brings me on to the next point we've got old firm on sunday um what's the approach there what's the tactic because you know most of us are going to sit in there obviously with um with three and three uh, or at the very least two and three um so five old farm players you're playing them you just really don't have a huge amount of choice but to play them unless you want to ship people out or you've got your wild card um yeah where do you I see that about, game going and how are you approaching it
0: yeah it's, it's, it's a difficult one because obviously Celtic like thump rangers last time they played each other and then so both both league form has been very good, I think, you know, yep. in general. Let's not get into it. Uh, and obviously Rangers form in Europe compared to Celtics has been, you know, night and day. Yep. Couple with that, the game is at Ibrox. Mm-hmm. You lean towards probably Rangers going as slight favourites. Um, I don't know. what am I, What am I going to do? I'll probably keep starting my three Rangers players. Celtic. You know, I've got Carter Vickers, I'll keep him in. Mm-hmm. I've got Yakimakis, I'll probably keep him in. And I've got Abada. And just given that sort of rotation risk of probably him not even playing, I I'd probably lean towards putting him on the bench. Yeah. That, that's the risk with Celtic. It's not it's not only, you know, who do you think is gonna win the game, it's who do you think is gonna play the match. And under Ange, there is still quite a lot of rotation going on at Markhead.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I was actually thinking back. We we thought a nil nil for a while. Actually, old old firms have tended to be quite goal scoring affairs. I think I'm saying this. I must admit, off the top of my head.
0: Ah, right, you just chat and chat. I'm about to call you out on this, but I think you might be all right.
1: <laughs> I think this has got a nil nil stalemate written all over it. On Sunday, they've both had the international break. Both teams have come right. back a bit. Nil nil
0: Saturday. 30th March 2019 so not bad
1: three years ago yeah I'm gonna take that three years ago I think this is another one that's bringing me my bull chip for the weekend nil nil if I'm gonna do anything I'm probably gonna load up my Rangers and Celtic defenders and let them all sit there because I think that could be a points fest um you mm-hmm. turn for clean sheets it's on a Sunday as I say they've been away on international break the international break sometimes does funny things for team team form um just maybe not clicking together. It's at Ibrox, as you say. Um, yeah, I don't know. That That's where I'm going to sit with it. But it's definitely difficult. Um, and I think if anyone does have a wildcard left and they still need to use it, please remember to use it because um, you are going to lose it if not. So aye, the old firm. That's it. Discuss, John. Move on, move on. Move on, Thanks. move on. Well, there's only one team we can go with because John Aberdeen are finally up and running under Jim Goodwin. The Dons are partying.
0: The They're Dons out. are having
1: a party. And it was a good result. Do you know what it was? It was a good
0: result. And it was a, it was a good performance as well. Um, obviously, Portra Scots just, just sent off yeah. quite well. So, um, so, you know, that, that makes it slightly easier. But, um, yeah, look, Aberdeen looked pretty good here. I think, you know, Jim Goodwin's now had a couple of weeks with the team. So he's, he's got that back four, at least playing in a way that he wants them to. And uh, let, sort of less risky. And the key for me being in the second half was when Marley Watkins came off the bench and, you know, created uh, that excellent goal for Bezuin uh, from the right-hand side. He just is the creativity that Aberdeen have missed so much um, over the last three or four months. So with him being back, it's um, it's quite quite exciting. There looks to be a plan under Goodwin again, um, and he certainly caught the imagination of the Dons fans with uh sort of three and a half thousand traveling down to Dens park on saturday um and you're one of them basically nothing to play for but <laughs> I will be there
1: <laughs> well you're as he, he says that it's uh i can't remember the exact words he used, but you know he said it was a uh, um a bit of a false uh, um depiction of things the fact that you are sitting where you're sitting and of course with the lead being so tight yeah. you could feasibly still with a very favorable last couple of games make the top six it, especially because the fact that a lot of people's lead form seems to be abandoning them at the wrong time we've spoken lots about Motherwell and the fact motherwell's just been dropping um yeah still on 36 points uh, for a long time so Mirren had been terrible form had got the win then lost again So Livingston, two losses on the bounce. Their form seems to be abandoning them. Hibs have been in a bit of a rut for a while. Again, they're there a little bit on merit of early points scored in the early stages of the season. So I don't know. Maybe the door is open for Aberdeen.
0: Yeah. And like, where where do you want your value? You know, you keep Ferguson in there just because he's on penalties and Aberdeen do get quite a lot of penalties. Two penalties
1: as well in, in that victory, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. After missing at Tyne Castle, so even though he'd missed the first penalty of his career there, he stayed on them and you know the face. That was long kept career of his.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> that long career. I think it's still like 20 penalties. Yeah, I know he's taking that. Uh, There's Williams, quite a nice little, you know, differential shout that mm-hmm. looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Watkins again, as I was saying, that could be a good fun shout. And then also Christian Ramirez. If you don't already follow him on um, on Twitter, I, I I really recommend you do. It's very heartwarming. He's had a lovely uh, break in Disneyland Paris with it with his daughter and family. Uh, there's the full photo of him with the, with the Mickey Mouse ears and standing in front of them. Um, Good stuff. in front of the theme park. So he's had a lovely time. So I reckon he's sniffing goals. Uh, <laughs> and he did score there earlier on this season as well. So, you know, it's a happy hunting ground for him.
1: Yeah, I like the Watkins show. I was actually, I must say, if I was going to ship one of my strikers out, because I'm going to keep Sims and Anderson in, it was going to be the big man, the Greek god, Yakimakis. And I was thinking, why not Marley Watkins? That was the theme of my uh, of uh, my little rant last week. you know do something a bit different, so I tried to do with the triple captain and I think Marley watkins is is set for a good weekend, so he might be coming into my side uh, and he's only zero point four percent owned at the moment so what Big different, differential. What a differential he is. And I need all the differentials I can get as I hunt you down in the last few weeks of the, <laughs> the season job. Um, but yeah, no good stuff um from Aberdeen. On the flip side, Hibbs disappointing again. Ryan Porch just, just focusing on him a minute. He comes the first man to chalk up two red cards this season in the league. Correct. <laughs> good honor for him. And also during the international break, he was up in the sheriff court. He'd obviously been arrested um, not too long ago. And this was for recklessly throwing glass, which had a female in the head at w- Woodburn Miners Club, that was in Edinburgh. Sounds a lovely institute. Um, and he's now going to go on trial for that in September because um, they, something happened with the plea deal and they are going to take all the trial. I'm not laughing at this young man's misfortune at all. It's just that we're a bit worried about him. I mean, he's erratic. You he might have read Carson in the last like, three years. I think it's four now in the last three league seasons.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, he's clearly got so
0: much talent and he does get a bit hounded by the press, and unfortunately, so. But you, yes, yeah, you, you hope he doesn't go down this sort of route that, you know, because Hibbs have got an excellent record of sort of pulling out like, you know, brilliant sort of Scottish prospects. You yeah. think of of. That Ryder and Gary O'Connor that then have gone on to sort of have um, patchy careers, shall we say. So, yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully he pulls it, uh, pulls it around for himself because he's uh, yeah, there's a lot to like about him.
1: There is, there is. He's a big talent um, and maybe he does need to move away from, from from Edinburgh from, you know, you know, just just, just a bit of a clean break. Um, and I, I do agree with you, the press seem to have it in for him, but he's not helping a Hibs team that's already hampered by injury after injury after injury. Um, so yeah, not great time still for Hibbs We're still on the Melkerson train, I think.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, we'll, st- stay. we'll stay on that. We're we'll on the Melkerson train.
1: He's jumped to two percent ownership from zero point two percent. And the last time we spoke to it a week ago, so there's there's a couple of we're goals.
0: influencers. We've <laughs> yeah, we, have. It, we talk? There's two other strikers I wanted to talk about. Um, it- one, uh, Mark McNulty Shall we talk about the scenes for Dundee United away at St Mirren? (laughs) Got a 95th minute. I say, I was going to, I've actually written here, as Mark Minotti's first goal from open play this season. If you've seen the goal, I think, you know, arguably it's not open play. It's got a (laughs) stab from half a yard out. But (laughs) brilliant to see those last minute winner scenes. So, you know, maybe that's a a striker you, you play in there. Yep. Um, and then the other one I was going to touch on quickly, Scobby, was there. Calm Hendry, the Super Jays. You know, superb brace at home to Livingston. Another striker scored there as well. Bit of a theme we've got here. Kevin Van Veen scored. Uh, but that volley from Hendry was
1: sumptuous, was it not? Absolutely stunning. Uh, and the second goal was just as good as well, the way he takes that. The, 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 there was the headed one, wasn't it? The, other, um, right, the volley was the second one, big man. Volley was the second one it was, yes. Absolutely stunning strike. And Lee Hendry, six goals in nine games now. We have spoken about him a little bit. Uh, He's 4.8 million. Uh, He's now at 58 points. He's massive for the split. So even if you're not considering him now, and let's let's face it, St. Johnston got a nice little end to the season... You've got Livingston at home, which they'll fancy. Just you know, because Livingston's form seems to be seems to be abandoning them. Uh, and then he goes away to Celtic, a team that Saint Johnson quite like playing. And you know, it would just be one of those results, wouldn't it? Then to throw that up the final game before the split um, and take some points off of Celtic. Well, I
0: think that's I think that's a bit of a reach. I think uh, <laughs> Celtic. I think Celtic yeah, we'll like you got to be. You know, there's going to be a banana skin somewhere. I'm just not sure if it's coming from there. The, okay, but Celtic, certainly for the split,
1: where we're thinking of Calm Hendry being... I uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. Someone to look at. He is another league lifeline. He, he, he has brought them a uh, a fair few points this um, this year. Yeah. Heroics.
0: And we've been looking, you know, we've been looking for a St. Johnston player to bring in for quite a while. Um, and other than Xander Clark, I think we've really we've really struggled to find anything. Yeah. Um, so, so just to jump back, sorry, to Dundee United, I thought, um you know, Dylan Levitt, um, his goal was um, out of this world, really. Like, what a strike. You know, he's just come back from injury, 3.3 million, sitting there on 69 points this season, which is um, which is pretty good, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, you know, that was his second goal in four games. He's also got an assist in that time. Uh, and United, you know, hitting form at the right time. We talk about that really scrunched up part of the cinch, but they're currently sitting sort of top of that. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, can they stay there?
1: Yeah, I mean they've got um, Hibs and Dundee to follow. Dundee derby last game before the split, massive, massive. That is they'll, huge. They'll that love to. Huge. They'll love to put their uh, their cross city rivals even further in the shit. So yeah, Dundee United are actually the only out, when out, the teams I picked with enviable runs uh, last week in split watch. They're the only team that I picked apart from Hearts who did actually win all uh, the other four, all lost. Um, so it just goes to show how quickly this league can change. But yeah, great result for Dundee United. Great one. Um, yeah, Especially as others are falling around them, as, as, as we say. So there's a few games that I like this this weekend that I've kind of picked out. Aberdeen at Dundee. Mm-hmm. We're gonna throw that one in there. Uh, Hearts at Ross County, up away at Dingwong. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is, the, this is the international break that Hearts will not suffer as a result of. We are going to come and play well. Away at Ross County, it's not been a happy hunting ground, but we're a different side. So I like that game. And then we've got Livingston at St. Johnston. I don't know which way that one's going to go, but I sense there might be some goals. I think there'll be some action. I think that's a 2-1. It might even be a 3-2. So yeah. they're the games that I'm picking out that, for, that you know, made a bit of fun in them and, and some value to be found.
0: Nice. And and for me, just to pick up on out of those three games, the one team that we haven't talked about and we should talk about is Hearts. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, that brilliant um, result um, or nice run of form, really, that they're on. And Barry McKay, finally, I can't believe that that was his first goal of the season. You know, he's sitting on, um, he's sitting second in the league behind Tav with eight assists so far, which is a phenomenal number, really. When you actually look at the league, um,
1: the assist cable,
0: isn't it? Tennisist. depends what source you're using. I'm using the <laughs> SPL, FL stat Center, but they've got eight. But, uh, I thought it was ten. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Look, in that top ten, there's only Jordan White from outside the old firm. So you know, Barry McKay has been an assist merchant, been brilliant. Probably should get in Team of the Year. And then yeah, to see that that sort of it was the way he, the finish um, at Timecastle was just excellent. The way he sort of stuck his leg out and just sort of wafted it, kind of reminded me of you, Scobie, at World of Football.
1: <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. And he's finally chopped his barnet as well, so he looks much better for that. Well done, Dary. Um Yeah, he's been excellent. I was tipping him at the start of the year, and um, you know, turn, turn of the year at Christmas, and I've never actually followed through and brought him into my team. And I now look at my team with Gordon Kingsley and Sims there, and I'm sort of thinking, how can I get McKay in? And, and who can I sacrifice in his place? Because it does go to show there's, there's you know, there's that many options in the, in the Hearts team from a fantasy point of view at the moment and with the way that they're playing. But yeah, Bayern McKay, I think he's going to be a popular man for the split. Yep, yeah, agreed. Loves a big game as well. Superb. Get Bayern McKay in your team now. That's it. And uh, to be fair, mate, that wraps us up for part two. Boom.
0: Hello and welcome back to part three of this week's fantasy fit pod. Scobie, you must be absolutely buzzing because there is no way that anyone in our league <laughs> could have got
1: a higher score than you or have I just bluffed your lines? No, you're absolutely dead on, John. And, you know, it feels like this section we're basically just doing as a procession for me. Uh, you know, we're, 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 we're keeping it to a rapid pod tonight. We've covered quite a lot in succinct fashion. So as we usually do, we're going to have a look at who was the top scorer in our league in game week 31. And it was me by a country mile, folks. (laughs) 105 points. No one else even got to triple figures. You're all asleep at the wheel. Green arrows all the way. I've jumped up to the dizzy heights of 149th in our league. As I say, because that man, Yakimakis, brought me 69 points I
0: thought you were going to say 149th overall the 149th in our league is um,
1: 49th in our league yep yeah. so yeah, that's I'm, not as impressive I am now level with uh Kyle Aitken uh Latino Heat a regular listener I believe uh um, yeah, yeah. actually ran He'll into be... Kyle the other day and he's been asking for a shout out I'm not going to give him one um <laughs> you know I'm no Kyle you can't come on the pod either but here we are we're level on points so good fight into the end of the into the end of the season um, and way above our good friend Asika Jordan. He's 160th, not having a good year this year, Asika. Uh, so, yes, we are there. Top scorer still by some way, Jack Curran. He's, he's one of the top-scoring uh, players in the game, 1,949. Only 48 last week, though. Half my score, son. Yeah, there we go. And that's good. the roundup. How's the trophy the roundup for the end of the year, John? We're going to we're gonna have the trophy man on standby on... Uh, the final the final Saturday of the season.
0: We will. It'll be helicopter sa- Sunday or Saturday. Yeah, it'd be wherever great, great it needs is. to be. It'll just be a crate of tenants getting floated everywhere. Actually, we could probably just put a crate of tenants in each each venue. Yeah. Save the cost of the helicopter. I've we seen. wouldn't be we wouldn't look as good on Twitter though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Not that many weeks left. What have we got then? It's seven weeks left. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, we got obviously two more game weeks before the split. Um, so I reckon we do our uh, big sort of pre-split pod where we look at, you know, wildcard options. We'll and then, yeah, part. we just got the got the five game week running, so we just have to see how that goes. Um, yeah, definitely. Exciting definitely. stuff. Very exciting. All right,
1: troops, uh, thanks again for joining us tonight. And uh, good luck for the coming game weeks. John, enjoy your time at dance Park. I will. I will, I will that be your first Aberdeen win of the season you'd witness?
0: Uh, if they win, which I think is still a massive if.
1: <laughs> then it I'm, would just, I'm just going for the lager. <laughs> Good choice. You can't be disappointed that way. <laughs> Never. Never. All right, then. Cheerio for now, and we'll speak to you next time.